welcome along this week. What we're going to be talking about is planning for growth. And I think that when we're accountable um, to ourselves, this would kind of come under, I guess, the heading of vocation, based on where you are career-wise for the age that you are. And um, for me, I certainly had some huge goals in this area of what I believed that I wanted to achieve in my life. And so therefore it made sense that I needed to plan for those growth phases. And um, I've watched a lot of clients um, jump in both feet um, without a lot of forethought in terms of um, the change that that was going to have on them um, within their uh, entire survival or life and perhaps not planned um, as they should have and so when I've met them they've put themselves in quite a precarious situation uh, for their cash flow, um, for their time and also based on, uh, on the team of people that are relying on them to be able to achieve success. And so I really just wanted to go over that in terms of um, under the heading of accountability is so that you're aware of what are some of the areas that um, certainly I take into consideration when I'm coaching a client around the change process. And so I might start by first of all just highlighting um, the entrepreneurial ladder because for each of us we all tended to start out in life by working for somebody else or to have a job and that's very normal when you when you have a job and you're working for somebody else um, you achieve your uh, targets your list of things that are on your job description uh, you finish up for the week you go home you have a weekend you have evenings you have time for recreation for sport all of that type of thing um, but you have no choice than to go back the following week otherwise you won't get paid and so it's very much an active income role, very exciting when you first step into that active income role. And yet after a period of time, what we recommend is while the energy is high, that you move up to the next rung and try to get into a management role as soon as possible. And so certainly that's what we recommend. There comes a certain time where we um, suggest that you know management um, will teach you different skills to be able to work with a whole group of different types of personalities, different people. But the most important thing that you should be learning at this stage is that uh, you are to get results through others. Now for somebody who's been a fabulous star player within a team um, that has really only ever strived for individual results, this is a whole new challenging period and you know that management phase can take a period of time to be able to master and certainly for some people there's a temptation to just go back to doing what they knew um, in terms of being an employee and earning you know specific income as opposed to jumping onto profit share or that type of a thing because it can be more risky. I know certainly for myself um, when I was a manager of a business the person who was second in charge earned more income in that financial year um, because they received their share options and I didn't receive share options because the only way I received them was if everybody um, achieved their target whereas the way that she um, got them was just simply by achieving her individual target. Now I felt that that was the most unfair thing that I had ever witnessed and yet what I was getting real life experience of being a business owner. And so in hindsight it was a very emotional um, time for me in, in terms of acknowledging the fact that um, for less responsibilities she could potentially earn more 
and yet the realistic viewpoint in life was that if I was ever to progress up to become an entrepreneur then those were the risks that one had to take in order to be able to achieve a bigger prize and so learning how to get a team to synergize to work together to tap into what their core strengths are keep people moving forward planning all of that type of thing as well as still achieving your individual targets um, I believe was one of the most challenging rungs to be able to jump to um, it certainly put you amongst um, you know the the challenges that all peer groups will face which is trying to be everybody's friend versus trying to be the leader uh, so lots of um, challenges and lots of great books to be read at that level like Michael Gerber's E-Myth um, uh, Mastery all of those types of books by Gerber were fantastic for me um, Chicken Soup for the Soul uh, lots of different things that I had to start to realize on an emotional level as well as on a clinical or financial level to master as a manager now when you're wanting to plan for growth to step up to a manager then what's important is that you look at the impact it can have on your time it can also have a massive impact on your team and it can also have an impact on your money or your cash flow and they're the three main areas that we look at when we're planning for change okay so when is the best timing to really get a run-up to move from one rung to another also if you're planning for growth in terms of your team then what is the career path and timeline that you've set out for each of the individuals within your business okay so as a couple have you looked at what it's going to take in order to achieve your goals and what impact that's going to have on those three areas because if as you're in a relationship you jump into a different um, a different place and then that means you no longer have any weekends or spare time because you're studying or you're doing different tasks that can cause a lot of um, character challenges within your relationship as well so certainly these are definitely things that you want to consider to discuss now when you're jumping from a manager to being self-employed so taking on ownership of a business then there's a whole new um, outlook of things that are going to you need to plan for change so when you step from being simply the manager to actually having that full control of the finances then the important things that you need to really look at there is your cash flow have you got enough buffer to be able to continue your lifestyle for a period of time maybe 12 months six months at the absolute inside where you can master the skills that you need before you need to draw anything out of that business for personal um, income reasons do you have a spouse or a partner who can cover all of the expenses for that period of time and take the pressure off that small business and so certainly these are the things that we start to consider around money your cash flow forecasts your budgets what you what are your expectations and then you want to literally have you know have the result what if you got half the result then how would you cope and have a very clear plan on what it is that you're requiring or what you're needing after money then it's time how much time are you willing to put in for that return on investment you know 60 hours enough is 100 hours is what it's going to take per week what are you going to need to commit to in terms to get that result and then where is that time going to be taken from which roles are you going to take that time from and how are you going to secure those relationships during that time period so when you're planning for growth it's important to be clear in your communication with everybody it's going to impact if that's children if that's family 
um, if it's parents, if it's siblings, if it's friends, whatever that impact's going to have, there is going to be change there. So we need to plan for the change and plan for the growth is really important. So then what about our team? Where are we going to find our team? Who's going to train our team? What are the important characteristics of, uh, of developing team? And this rung really took me about five years to master. Um, in that time period I had 74 teams. In hindsight that five years went like a blink of an eye. It was so hectic, it was so um, such a competitive internal time for me of learning how to build and develop teams that would last and that would create profitable success. Um, as I've mentioned before, you know, I might have had one business that was making money and the other one was draining uh, the money so that there was a lot of frustration there. I'm grateful that I did that early in life when I didn't have a family. Certainly for me that was what worked best for me. Um, however, for those people that um, do have young family, it's really important that then you have the guidance and you know that you're maximising your time with your team and doing the right things and that's where I strongly recommend to get a, a business coach to work in with you. Um, I have lots of teams that I um, do full-time coaching for now of franchise groups and I listen to what the owners would like to say to that team and straight away I can direct them and be able to fast track that result simply from the experience that I had in that five years to say that's not the track you want to go down. <laughs> this is the result that you're going to get from that. That's going to set us back six months. Let's try it this way. Let's word it in this manner and let's put it in this positioning. So when you're looking at planning for growth for individuals you need to constantly learn how to put yourself in their shoes to be able to forward project what they're thinking based on what rung of the ladder they're at. So if you're wanting to, for somebody to jump from job to manager to self-employed within a short period of time, then you're going to need uh, the discipline to be able to mentor and work with the, that person on a daily basis if you want to fast track your results. You need to sell out to those people to be able to gain the confidence that it took for you to jump to each of those rungs. And that's really what I see when you're, when you're planning for huge growth. Um, it's being prepared and understanding the commitment of uh, not just time but money uh, that it's going to take to be able to achieve those results. So do you have a clarity of vision for the next phase of growth that you're going to be going through? If you're um, self-employed, do you want to become a business owner where your business is completely systemized and runs without you? Where it generates passive income so that you no longer have to be there? And if that's the case, have you got a running track to run on? So once again, here's where I recommend the mentors, um, you know, starting to understand who are the people that have done that before that you can work with alongside of to be able to gain their leverage and uh, their energy to be able to fast track your success as well. And so when we're jumping into business owner mode, once again, there's an investment um, that needs to happen, putting a general manager in place. If that person is on profit share or if that person is on salary, 
Um, we need to consider then uh, once again the time, what, what time factor will it take to train that person, to learn to trust that person, to equip that person with their systems, um, how easily accessible are the systems, what results are they getting on a quarterly basis. Do you realise that your profit could go backwards in this period of time when you're paying a general manager and the results of the business are actually going backwards? So what could you do with your available time that is going to enable you to generate maybe a paper asset or something that is going to uh, recoup that, that money as quickly as possible. So I've got a client at the moment that is going through this process of stepping out of their business and has started an education component that has completely um, uh, allowed them to be able to create profit in a third of the time. Um, so that that's taken the pressure off their business and allowed them to be able to step to the next level very quickly. So it's having the capabilities. What intellectual property do you have? What strategy have you got that you can implement to move through that, that um, phase to move to business owner? Do you have a systems capability in your business to be duplicatable? Or is it too high skill based and difficult to find people? And so, you know, I learned that certainly through Flight Centre is you want low skill consumable products that basically you could um, recruit and train anybody to be profitable within a three month period to build a solid global business. And so when you look at those basics, have you uh, ticked those boxes? Are you in a consumable based business uh, that is relatively low skill to train people so that your business can continue to work without you? Is it in a trend industry? Is it on its way up? How can you leverage um, that capability as well? So when we're planning for growth, we're really looking at all these aspects at the same time. And so I really just want to highlight, you know, the, um, the importance of forward planning to say, okay, let's work backwards from the end of your life. When you want to retire, how many years at retirement do you want? At how many years is it going to take you to master and invest the money? for you to achieve that success and therefore um, you know what opportunities will you be looking to be doing is it high risk opportunities medium risk property low risk shares uh, managed funds or, or um, superannuation what's your plan to work backwards and then you get a, a, a timeline in terms of how much time you've got available I know for me that I'd always said that I wanted to be out of the workforce by 35 and, uh, and so, you know, there was a huge focus from, you know, 28 to 35 of to get us up this rung, you know, to move from business owner to investor. Investor is where you're um, sending your profit into other companies to diversify and other people's energy is gaining you um, income. Um, investor then to entrepreneur which is being around a group of like-minded people where there's synergy and you can create businesses from nothing no capital um, just simply your intellectual property can develop businesses and uh, playing on that entrepreneurial rung in this last um, probably year has very much challenged me in terms of um, the delayed gratification so having been a business owner where it's um, very easy to be able to um, gain the passive income as such from the team uh, that are working to invest to giving that up to going into investing in other people's businesses where you don't have the control factor 
um, was challenging but then even more challenging is to invest in people when they don't have any um, solid investment that they've put into and no return on investment on a monthly basis as salary or that type of thing. So you learn a lot about the character of people and once again to put in that time when it's delayed gratification can be um, questionable after a period of time and so you know we're all learning lots of different things on different rungs but in terms of hitting my ultimate goal of 40 and completely financially free I know that it takes five years on this entrepreneurial ladder to be able to achieve that result so I'm crystal clear that you know although it's frustrating it's just part of the process just as it was frustrating when I was at a manager level for five years and learning how to master team and when I look back it went like the blink of an eye so when you think about your timeline when did you start at what age and what's your ultimate destination or plan of where you want to get to and how on track are you for those plans for growth um, certainly um, in terms of team I would add family um, in there as a major contender um, knowing as a female entrepreneur that I also wanted to raise and have a family and spend time with them and achieve my goals meant that there had to be some compromise around the timing of things um, you know so having our children relatively close together is a strategy because that's going to allow us to be able to achieve um, things quicker than spacing them all out three years apart or or what have you so um, that takes consideration in those periods of time when um, you've got little kids and you're pregnant again and tired and all those types of things you need a good team around you to be able to trust and be loyal and so things can get done when you can't actively do that so if you're a female entrepreneur have you got the team of people that are around you um, that are able to pick up when you can't and uh, and keep those values hierarchy very intact so that although your business may be growing and you physically are definitely growing um, your strategy around where your long-term plan is is still intact and you're still working to that strategy and I guess you know when when you compare with others which is not a good idea but we tend to do that and certainly when there's people that don't have children and they appear to be racing past you in terms of the the traction they're getting and the results they're getting it's getting back to that internal check of success so working to your smiles program what's success for you ultimate success for you what are the experiences you want to have in your life um, what, what lifestyle is it that you want to lead there has got to be um, you know opportunity there if you're wanting a family to be able to invest and imprint that family um, so that you need to plan ahead and certainly that's what I knew at age 28 I was looking ahead saying if I am to get what it is that I desire I can't possibly be in this environment for much longer because I was looking ahead at the mentors and the leaders that were females within that industry have six weeks maternity leave and if they weren't back they'd lose their positions um, and so that certainly wasn't the answer for me but jumping from one industry to another and mastering another entire industry it was very important that I was aware if I was going to grow and change at that level then I needed to understand I needed um, to make sure I was making the right decision based on the profitability of that exercise 
And so for me, it was looking across industries to say, well, if I was going to manage and learn in a new industry, then it needed to be in a trend industry, a growth phase of that, um, using all the strengths and talents that I had from my past. And it also needed to have a higher margin capability so that I could work less and earn more. And so, you know, what's your thought process when you're looking for growth and you're looking for change? Are you going into industries that are, that are heading into massive growth phases with good margins and so you're able to achieve those profitable results we talked about last week to invest? So I really am just doing more of an absolute mind dump for you this, um, this at the end of this session in terms of accountability is firstly let's look at your age and where you want to be. Secondly, let's look at the rung on the entrepreneurial ladder that you're playing at and realistically how high up that ladder that you want to get. Thirdly, then what's the impact that's going to have on your time, on your team and on your cash flow and have you um, become aligned as a couple as to what it's going to take to be able to get that result and is that true success for you. And then thirdly, when you think about <clears throat> gaining that success within that industry, is it the correct industry that you want to be moving along to that's going to enable you to um, gain the time and money that you require to have that success. So how do we begin this process? We basically start to sit down and have a look at um, as a team what are our roles and responsibilities. And we put this on a matrix and a matrix is simply if you draw noughts and crosses and you box it in and on the left hand side you have skill and on the bottom you have enjoyment. And what you want to do in terms of the matrix is on the top of those axes is high skill and the far right hand side is high enjoyment. And if you link up those two you get to the top right hand box, high skill, high enjoyment. What is it that you're great at? that you're talented at, that nobody else can contribute like you can contribute that earns you the most amount of money. And usually your high skill, high enjoyment tasks is where your true value is. And that's where we need to understand that in order for you to be in your complete value, we need to learn how to leverage appropriately. And what do we leverage? Firstly, we start to leverage what is low skill and low enjoyment. So let's say as a couple that you um, agree that low skill, low enjoyment is mowing the lawn, doing the ironing, cleaning, um, uh, doing the shopping, all of that type of thing. So what my husband and I did was we developed a um, roles and responsibilities list of all of the areas that we found were uh, leverageable and we put an ad on Seek for a domestic PA. And the ad basically read, you know, learn um, from a young, dynamic, entrepreneurial couple firsthand uh, what it takes to be successful. We're looking for somebody who enjoys organic cooking, uh, is um, qualified as a nanny to um, look after children, uh, two and one year old, <laughs> and um, uh, can clean, iron. And uh, so we put down all of the things that we wanted and we had an incredible response for that position. Now I think uh, we included mentoring in there so that that person could really get ahead. And the girl that we ended up recruiting had a, um, a business degree. She was a qualified nanny. Um, she loved to um, clean. She was so very organized. Um, her cooking was excellent and she could also do hair, which was even better. Before seminars, she used to do my hair. Now um, we had uh, the privilege of having 
her work with us for 40 hours a week uh, and leveraging all of our time whilst um, we've really positioned ourselves to get to the next level on, on that rung to get to investor. Uh, business owner investor was where we were playing at and although um, it wasn't taking an awful lot of time, it was taking a lot of energy. And we found that we just didn't have the energy to keep going in terms of what um, the patterning that we'd got into, um, where Kent was the major um, source of keeping the home going, it wasn't causing him a great amount of joy because the kids were just in a really challenging phase. For me, there was a lot of guilt there that whenever I was away that he was being challenged and so it was draining my energy to achieve what I needed to achieve. This gave us six months of pure focused clarity on what it is that we needed to do to work together to achieve at the next level and, um, and she was able to come in and be able um, to get our house in order, uh, the kids in a routine um, to the point where we'd get home um, in the afternoon, maybe take the kids to the park, she would clean up the house, prepare dinner, text us when dinner was ready. We'd get home, dinner was on the table, we'd feed the kids. Kent and I would go and bath the kids, she'd do the dishes, cook our dinner, clean up the kitchen, um, have our dinner on the table, the kids were in their jammies, the house was clean and she'd finish for the night at 7 o'clock. You know, can you imagine that as a, as a lifestyle option when you start to realise that moving in this next level we planned for that growth? Now um, we weren't investing a lot of money at that stage, we were investing all of our time in learning to, um, growth phase to get to the next level to produce a lot of these programs, the, the electronic programs, um, the foundation for our intellectual property um, for the future that could be um, leveraged in some way and that required the energy of both of us to be able to achieve that. So therefore it was worth the sacrifice of not investing for that period of time um, other than in ourselves and in our family and it just made sure that the kids um, had you know a solid base. We put Michaela in some childcare for six months for two days a week um, and so that she could go and get some socialization so it was just Joshua um, with Giselle for a couple of days a week. We still had all of our uh, you know cleaner coming twice a week and and so we just had this incredible period of time where we really backed ourselves to jump to the next level. Now financially did that move us ahead? Definitely not. It did not move us ahead at all. But taking a snapshot from that following seven months after that when um, she finished up, we started to spend more quality time with the kids and roll out our plan of what needed to happen. We then got our balance back of what we needed and back on track in terms of our planning. And so sometimes in life you need to put the oxygen mask on for yourself and just get yourself ahead. And um, having spoken to a lot of mentors who'd said that having two young children really close together is just hard and it's just going to be hard um, and you just have to kind of get through it, it made me ask a better question is why? How could this be easier for us? Who could we um, recruit as a team member that could become an asset? And we even looked at producing that as a business model, having these domestic PAs for entrepreneurs, um, you know, to come in and be the sort of, you know, jack of all trades. And so that certainly, that business is, um, is on a back burner at the moment, but is an incredible business with lots of interest and, uh, and can be rolled out at a, at, at a later stage. So there's just so much opportunity that's out there. I just really wanted to stretch your mind in terms of, are you thinking laterally enough? Are you thinking, what do you love to do and just do that? 
and you know I was certainly brought up in that middle class syndrome that um, I was getting caught up in which is well you know if you have a nanny and you have you know domestic help around the house and you've got this and you've got that that you know you you can tend to distance yourself from a lot of your social peers and that was challenging um, for a period of time and yet what I realized was that was the one mindset that was holding me back anyway and what other people think is certainly not what my intention um, needs to be at this stage it's what I think and are you thinking are you thinking for yourself are you thinking as a couple are you thinking long term are you doing the ironing simply because you absolutely love to do the ironing or is it the best possible use of your time could you be using somebody else's talents and allowing them to earn some extra income and then you utilize that time to put into that plan so that you can grow as a couple to the next level so I absolutely encourage you to get um, get down and get dirty with the profitability of your business and and have a look at when is your best window of opportunity to jump to that next rung to be able to really um, commit to the action plan that you'll need to commit to to get that done and what's the impact that's going to have on on the time on the team and on the money and use um, whatever examples that you can find of couples that are successful to you to walk in their footsteps as opposed to trying to do it on your own so get around some mentoring um, get in touch with us let us know um, how you're going and, and what your plans are and I really look forward to hearing about all of your success have a wonderful week bye